Welcome back to the Sower Seeds Podcast with John Straza, a teaching ministry that will firmly root you in the gospel of God's truth and love. And now, here's John. Hey, this is John Straza, and this is the Sower Seeds Podcast, and thank you for joining us today. Um, as I always say, this is a special episode, but it really is. This is our 75th episode. It surprised me when I went into our admin to see our statistics and things that are going on uh, in the podcast, and our provider let us know that our 75th episode is coming up. And I was kind of excited about that to realize that we have made 75 episodes. That's a lot in the podcasting world. And I'm here with Lisa today. We're going to do this together. So hi, Lisa. Hi. Hi, uh, everyone. Lisa's my beautiful wife, and we're going to do this one together. We're just going to have some fun on this one. And um, one of the things I wanted to say before we get going on this is that this podcast thus far has reached people in 34 countries. And I can assure you, living in my little town, I would not have reached people in 34 countries. And um, it has reached people in over 239, maybe 240 cities. That's just something that's amazing when I think about it. And sometimes I think we're just not doing anything. We don't have the largest audience, uh, but we have a steady audience and we have not advertised yet. Uh, we're still working out some things that we want to understand. Um, but it's just amazing that we've reached that many people. It's right, just shocking right. to me. And I know that in some places there are groups of people, you know, they're listening on one device, but there might be a whole right. study group or something. So anyway, it's exciting. And we want to thank you all, those of you who are regular listeners. We are growing. Um, we're intentionally growing at a slower pace right now, but we ex expect to expand in the coming weeks and months. So again, just thank you for being with us. We really appreciate that. But what we wanted to do on our special 75th episode was we wanted to take four scriptures and concepts that have been really mainstays, really important things through all of these episodes. We wanted to bring up four elements. And we have four separate scriptures, and we're just going to go over each one. Lisa and I are just going to kind of free flow talk about these things and we've been talking a lot about them anyway so i hope you can join us with that and just have a lot of fun with it it's really valuable what we're going to be talking about today and they really represent the most important things i think we've talked about all year and one thing i didn't mention our first episode which was called seeds of hope that was part one seeds of hope was the most listened to episode we have had and it's not because it was the first episode we have episodes that are midway through this whole process that got very high listening. Um, it's just one of those episodes that people really, really connected with. So if you haven't heard the very first episode we ever did, feel free, go back and listen to part one and part two. It really has a lot to do with what we're going to talk about today. Right. And you can go back and listen to all those episodes, which yeah. is really great. It's a great resource yeah. to have all these episodes. It's so true, and it's easy. That's what I like about this platform. Right, yeah, right. that's really cool. So our first one is in the parable of the sower. Now, we're called the sower seeds, and that was because the concept of sowing seeds was so important to us. And Jesus had already given the parable to a whole group of people, and his disciples were there. And they had come to him and asked him, 
what it meant. Nobody really understood fully what, what he was talking about. So he started to explain it to them, and he went through the various stages of different types of ground that the sower had put seeds on and where fruit would grow and where it wouldn't grow. But one verse I feel is important for you. Again, we're not going to go over these entire teachings. We're taking little pieces out of them and just to give them to you today. But Mark 4 and 20, Jesus had already been telling them what this parable meant after they had asked him, what does this mean? And he says this in Mark 4 and 20. And these are the ones on whom seed was sown on the good soil. They hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, some 30, some 60, and some a hundredfold. He was saying here that the sower sowed the seed, which is the word of God, on good soil. And he was saying, what is that good soil really means? They hear the word. That's what it means. They hear it. Those whose hearts were good soil hear the word, they accept the word, and they bear fruit. Some 30-fold and some 60-fold. In other words, we bear different amounts of fruits as individuals. And this to me was one of the most important concepts of everything we've talked about all year, is that God's word is indeed like a seed. It's like the farming. You sow the word in your heart. And if it's good soil, if your heart is good soil, what that means is you're giving the word time. You're giving it attention. You're not letting anything distract you from it. You hear it. You accept it. And in turn, you find out that it starts to bear fruit. And um, Lisa wanted to talk a little bit about what that fruit is. But the fact is that Jesus was saying one of the most important uh, concepts in all the parables he ever gave was that the word of God is a seed. Right, right. And yeah. it works like a seed. It works like a seed. And it grows. Yeah. And um, that sometimes we do say, um, and it bears fruit. And, well, what is the fruit? You know, we mm-hmm. don't explain it all the time. And it's uh, it's easy to see in Christian circles. Sometimes we talk about things and we don't really explain them. But in Galatians 5.22, um, we see that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Those are all such admirable qualities, but also, you know, things that you would want in a relationship. If you're looking for a mate, if you're looking for um, someone to share your life with, you want those qualities. And we have this relationship with the Lord, and those are the qualities that we grow in. And it's not even something that we always try to grow. It just happens naturally. It happens so easily when we're growing in the Word that we find that we become more peaceful. We become more patient. We become more gentle and understanding and self-control. Those are all really important things that happen effortlessly when we grow in the word. Yeah. And people try to be more patient or try to be more kind, but really they'll be able to do those things with the word of God bringing that about in their life. Exactly. You know, so and it really does grow. Yeah. It, like we say from the inside out, it just yeah. grows like a seed and it starts out small, but 
we've often said you can grow in the Word of God and look back on who you were mm-hmm. only a year ago, and you'll say, I don't even recognize the person yeah, that I was a year ago. So these things, when we say um, bear fruit or you grow fruit, that's exactly how the Word of God works. Yeah, that's really good. That's good. So we're going to move on to a second part here, which is totally overlapping what we just said, because we're still, the the second verse we're going to use is actually in Mark 4 as well. And Jesus had, again, he had just given this parable about the sower and the seeds, but he didn't explain it yet. And what had happened, the disciples didn't understand it. The people didn't understand it. The disciples came to him and said, what does this mean? So the verse we just gave in Mark 4 and 20 is after the verse I'm about to read to you now. We're just putting these down in the order of things where we think it's good to share them with you. But this verse, in some ways, in my mind, is even more important or at least equally important. In Mark 4 and 13, Jesus says to them, in answer to what does this parable mean, he said, do you not understand this parable? How will you understand all the parables. What blows my mind there is he says all the parables. And of course, not many of us understand all the parables. But um, Jesus explains why he spoke in parables in Mark 4.10. And it was really so that those who were seeking him would grow in this understanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The word is alive in it, and it just comes alive to you as you study it. All right, and this is a scripture from 2 Corinthians 4, and that's verse 3 and 4. And even if our gospel is veiled, meaning hidden, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world, and that would mean the devil, has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And that just really is amazing because you realize that just like in the parable of the sowers, that when the seed falls on that pathway that's being strangled out by the cares of this world, by all the things that the enemy or the devil throws at us to keep us from letting those, right, from letting those roots get grounded. And, and, uh, you know, our hearts are the soil. Our hearts are the good soil. And if our heart is pure and open to the word, then it's going to get rooted. But we have to give that time. And that's what we talk about so often, that we have to give it time. Right. And in this case, what's interesting, I didn't even say yet what it was that they didn't understand. Because Jesus said, if you don't understand this parable, how will you understand any parable? The truth that was hidden from them Right. Because of the enemy, if had it just stayed that way, was that the word is a seed. Right. That was the truth of the parable, is that God's word is a seed and it needs to be planted in the heart. He said, if you don't understand that concept, you're not going to understand much of anything else. And the reason is, this is a process. Right. Putting the word in your heart is a process. And what you are saying is the enemy wants to hide that from people somehow, one way or another, distract them. Exactly. Fears, concerns. Well, the cares of this world, the things that distract us in yeah. this world. So you go and you hear a great sermon on Sunday, and then on Monday morning you go back to work and you're totally distracted. Forgotten. And you say, the pastor said something really great, but right. I just I don't, don't remember, remember what yeah, it right. was. Yeah, we hear that all the time from people. We, we do. Ask 
Right. What was the message about it? Well, it was kind of about this, that they don't have it in them anymore. But it was really good. It was really good. (laughs) I know. We hear this all the time. Well, we have to let the word get rooted. Exactly. And that's what point is. That's why that scripture is so important to me. If you don't understand this parable, he means the concept of this parable, you're going to have a hard time with a lot of things because that concept is totally fundamental. Right. You know, that the word is a seed. It needs to be planted and the distractions will steal it and good ground will let it grow. I mean, that's just as fundamental as it gets. Um, The next verse and concept really still plays into this whole thing, but we've moved on to a different scripture in John. And I've always loved this verse. This is John 6 and 63. This is just one I know in my heart. I don't need to find it. I know where it is. And I suggest that you get it that way too. This John 6 and 63 should be something that you just have in your heart. And it says this, Jesus is talking. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. And here's the part that I really want you to hear. The words that I speak unto you are spirit and they are alive. You know, we just gave a message, oh, I think two episodes ago, are the words you say important? Jesus is saying here that the words he speaks to them are spirit. They are life. Think about when God created the world and everything. He did so by speaking his words, and those words are spirit. They are creative. They are powerful. We have a a verse in Hebrews that says the word of his power. God's words are powerful. They're full of life. They're not just benign words, and neither are yours. Um, Proverbs 18 and 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. This is really important to know that your words, too, are spirit. You may not believe that, but they are. This is what the scripture is saying. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. That's a very powerful statement. See, the positive side of this is that his words are spirit. They are seeds. They have life to them. And when they enter into your heart, this is where the overlap is on this whole message, is that when they enter into your heart, they have life. They have far greater meaning than just what you see in your head. It's a heart thing. And um, man, that's just so powerful. That's so powerful. This is so important. Um, John can tell you that I feel so passionate about this. You're very passionate about this. You wrote a whole section about this in your book. I did. I did. And I feel like the words that we speak are so important, uh, especially because we are believers, the you know, God is a creator and he's given us this ability to also create with our words. And that's how faith works. And we, we speak things into existence. And just like the Lord spoke the world into existence, and that's what we do when we speak. So when we're speaking and we're saying, oh, well, you know, we talk about allergies or we talk about how the foods affect us, and we talk about our health maybe not being that great. Oh, you know, we're getting older, and those things, mm-hmm. they really take root, yeah, um, just right. like the seeds that's, do yep. that are right. that are it in does. our teachings. And these things take root in our lives, and yeah. 
you just really have to watch your yeah. words. You have to, if life and death is in the power of your right. tongue, um, that's so important. So really keep that harnessed and, and right. realize that learn how to control that because yeah. it's so important. Some people may think we're nitpicking by saying, you know, my allergies, or I got a headache or this, but it, it adds up. It's not the worst thing in the world to say, oh, my allergies are bothering me. Not really what we're saying. It kind of depends on where you're going with it. But if it's if it's this constant, this is bad. This is right, bad. This right. is pulling me down. This is pull. Right. It adds up. Or those things like, oh, this runs in my family, yeah, yeah. and no one in this town is ever successful, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, or yeah. you know, or I have these strikes against me. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. what, what your situation. Yeah. Um, if you speak life into the situation, and I don't mean just be positive. Right, you know. Right. I mean, speak speak God's word, word into a situation. Go back and find a scripture that exactly. agrees with mm. what you want to see, not yeah. what you are seeing. And yeah. I believe firmly that you can change those situations. You could speak life into your situation, yeah. and it always works out better because you're speaking God's word. Yeah, that's really good. And what Lisa was just saying, find God's word. Read it. This is why this is your challenge. Find something in God's word that answers your situation. Right. You we know, stand it might be on something those with scriptures. your kids. It might be family issues or work issues or something in your church or your health. Any number of different things. And find the word, stand on it, and speak that. Right. And and if you know you have to tell somebody you're not feeling well or things aren't going well, your finances are a mess, say it, but also just say, but I'm looking at this scripture too. Right. And right. I want to speak that too. Right. You know, and aim you, in that direction. Go to Psalm 103 and That's say right. that we have yeah. the right to <laughs> be healthy. One. That's um, right. And who forgives all my sins, who heals all my diseases, who takes right. me out of the pit. He's he's the God who does all these things for exactly, us. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And if you know that everything you put your hands to is going to prosper mm-hmm. because that's what God's word yep. says, then yep. that's what's going yep. to happen in your life. You really can change the situations in your yeah. life by speaking God's yeah. word. And, yeah. and uh, again, John really covered this um, in his podcast, Are the Words You Say Important? If you haven't heard that podcast, I would say go back and listen to it again, because once you learn this, you really will start to see, again, the fruit of it in your life. And you're just going to start to see better health, prosperity, Uh you know, you'll, you'll do better in your job and your work and your home life. And your effectiveness in this, in this life. You're right. Towards other people, you know, your effectiveness and your ability. It's like you're growing in these fruits, you know, right, right. And that's not just for you. It's for those around you. You know, it's amazing. It goes two ways. And yeah, that episode are the words you say important is like a full teaching on this. Right. So we recommend it. It's only two or three episodes back from this one. And to move on to our final one, I love this verse. It may be one of my favorite of all time. And it kind of cropped up on us today when we were thinking about some things. This verse just kind of showed up and it was just really beautiful. It's in Proverbs. I love this. Proverbs 4 and 7. And I'm reading this out of a New King James. It's about wisdom. It's about understanding. And listen to this. This is really something. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and in all you're getting, get understanding. 
This verse brings everything we just talked about together into one place. It's saying that wisdom, and where, where are you going to find wisdom? It's God's word. That's where your wisdom is, number one. So he's saying, get it. This, the proverb says, buy it, find it, seek for it. You know, before you were saying that the parables were kind of hidden from people, but there's something in that. You read a parable, so what you do is you say, Lord, what does that mean? You start seeking for it. So here it's saying, get wisdom, seek it, knock, you know, search, ask. That's what this is about. And then you get that word. And it's expensive in a way in that sense because you're working to get it. It's free, but you're putting your time in, you know, to find it and to seek God. Say, Lord, what does this mean? I'm here. I'm listening. Right. And we don't say this often enough, but you're doing that right now. By listening to this podcast, you are. You're seeking out God's wisdom. You're seeking out um, the understanding and understanding him more and growing in your relationship. And that's so important. So you're already doing this. Right. That's true. Yeah, we like to, we've heard some others encourage people the same way that in in listening and seeking out these lessons and things, you are seeking God's word and we're encouraging you to do so even more so on your own. Um, But this, this verse, when it says in all you're getting, in other words, you get a word from God, you get a scripture and you're reading it. He goes on to say, then get understanding. And that understanding there is like, Imagine you're in a math class and you don't understand what they're teaching and you continue to search it out and try and seek. And then one day it's just the picture becomes clear and you say, I've got it. I see it. I get it. That's when it's in your heart more. And if you stay with it, it'll even get rooted in your heart even deeper. The word is the same way. We've been saying it's a seed. Mm -hmm. We're saying it's spirit. Jesus said his word was actually spirit. It's life. So put those together. The seeds are life. It's spiritual. It's spiritual life. Mm -hmm. And when it enters our heart. No, just like the math problem. And and that's easy for me to imagine. Um, (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. But once you see it, you're like, that's what you say. I see it. I I get it. And so often that happens when I have a teaching in God's word, even even now, when I hear something and I get something new, a new understanding, then I just start to see it everywhere in Scripture. I'm like, oh, look at, you know, I go back and I see it's in, it's in Proverbs. Oh, it's, it's in, right. you know, Galatians. Oh, it's in Ephesians, right. too. And it's amazing to me that when you do see it, you really start to get it. And that's, that's what, it kind of opens up the scriptures to you. And and that's what we see. The more you nurture this, the more you dig right. into the word, that's what these seeds do. When you, when you plant these seeds, the word in your heart, it just starts to open up to you. And so if you're struggling a little bit, keep pursuing God's word. You'll get it. You'll get it. Yeah, those two words, pursuing and nurture say what we've been saying here in the simplest terms and the easiest terms would be to say when you get God's word continue to pursue it and then nurture it value it and if I was to say what have we been talking about for the last 74 episodes it's this yeah yeah it is almost nothing is more important than this this is really God's word is is the top of everything here. It's the most important of all those things because that's what will give us the life, the ability, the understanding, the guidance, everything. Anything you're in need of comes from God's word. 
Right. And I I feel like this podcast that John has really stayed faithful to the same concept, and that's teaching about God's Word and helping people get rooted in that, helping people get an understanding of so many things that are a little bit of a mystery if you don't quite understand them. Yeah, that's where our heart has been. Yes, and to take time with it and to do that on a heart level. Yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for all of this. So this is really where we're, uh, <laughs> where we're centered around. We were thinking also on this, that Jesus found people that were shepherds and fishermen and farmers, and they understood these earthly laws like farming, seed is sown. And, and so he used these examples. And we are not as in touch with some of those things today, but it still holds true that I think you can anyone can understand that God's Word is really like a seed. It's a seed of wisdom and planted in your heart. It's spirit, it's life, it's wisdom. And in closing, really, because I think we'll bring it to an end here, um, is that if I were to say one thing, I would say Proverbs 4 and 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. One morning, like Jesus said, you're going to wake up and you're going to see a crop and you're not even going to know how it got there. I love that. That's great. That's so true. All right, then. We're going to leave it there. And uh, we thank you. This was fun. This is a little different. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, thank you for listening. And we look forward to doing what we've been doing for another 75 episodes with you with us. So until next week, thank you for listening. God bless you.